livepodcasts.fm. This podcast is a Prime Media Broadcasting production. The MVP Zone. Let's get into the zone with the MVP Zone. Welcome back to another episode of the MVP Zone Season 2 with me, your leading player, Ayanda MVP. At this point, we've literally gone through the ins and outs of the human body, and it's only about to get better. And as the saying goes, knowledge is power. And I know you know we know we don't really know if we know what we know. So it doesn't hurt to make sure we know, you know? <laughs> the MVP Zone. Before we get started on our interview, here's Yaku, our fitness professional, with the top tip. Hey, it's Yaku from Core Fitness Studio, and here are your top tips. Hey, Yaku, can you exercise more than once a day? Okay, so exercising more than once a day, most definitely. You can push your body until your body tells you, I can't anymore. Some people are scared to do it, but be clever about it. Break it up a little bit, do maybe some cardio in the morning, and go do some weight in the afternoon. Some people love to combine it like I do, personally, that's what my class are all about. We do cardio and weights in one session, but still some clients go do weights afterwards. It's purely up to your body. The body is designed to be pushed. It's not designed to loaf around and sit on the couch. You need to go out there, push yourself, check where your limits are, and I promise you, you'll feel way better after reaching your limit and then you know that's my limit next time you're gonna go harder and you're gonna push it harder if you need any more information let's touch base on instagram at core underscore move the mvp zone let's bring it all back to one of the reasons why this podcast exists we love to exercise or we're trying it out for the first time and getting into it even more every week now whether you've just started or are the regular at gym the one thing we all have in common the next morning is muscle pain <laughs> and we alleviate the muscle pain through stretching. The best place to really practice the art of stretching is yoga. I made up with yoga instructor Lucy Gemel. She teaches through her company called Vamos Verde SA, which is Spanish for Let's Go Green. She operates in the northern suburbs of sunny Johannesburg. And she says, I love the Johannesburg vibe. It's busy, effective, and people are so damn nice. I love spreading love around and educating people on what it means to be conscious human beings. The MVP Zone. Lucy, tell me more about what yoga is holistically. Yoga is a set of movements that was originally created to bring health to your spine. So the yogi sages believe that you are only as old as your spine feels. Mm. In order to preserve your health and longevity of that spine, it's a set of movements that are used to stretch and to strengthen. Then from that, stretching and strengthening the spine, those benefits start to yield through the, throughout the body as well. So you get um, those benefits into the muscles, into your internal organs, and then it also has a play in the mind as well. So it's not just movement for the body, it's movement and awareness in the strengthening of the mind as well. What is the difference between yoga and stretching? That's a good question. It is one in the same, except there are a whole bunch more facets to yoga. So yoga is technically part of an eight-part system okay. called Ashtanga Yoga, which means eight limbs of yoga. This includes things like your ethical observations, um, your personal observations, uh, meditation, connecting to enlightenment, and, and, and then there's the breathing and the yoga as well, which mm. is the physical movement. So it, the physical movement is one of an eight 
eight-part system, mm-hmm. whereas stretching would just be stretching without really that, uh, the rest of that backing. What are the benefits of yoga? Yoga in the mental capacity, so we call it meditation, and that is really important, especially in a place like Joburg where you live in such a fast-paced environment, your mind starts to or can start to run away with you, can have negative thoughts, self-limiting beliefs, those kinds of things. We train the mind just like you train muscles in the body to be able to get strong so you can control where your mind takes you. And if you can control where your mind takes you, you're not going to allow anxiety or fear or anger or sadness to rule you, um, you can decide how you react to things. So that's the mental part. And uh, the physical part, we are looking to stretch muscles in the body so that you don't become too tight. But you don't just want to stretch without adding some strengthening. Otherwise, you'll become like spaghetti. Yes, that's true. You have no kind of substance to you. So it's kind of that yin and yang, that mix between stretching and strengthening in order for the body to work at its most optimum level. Nice. Let's delve more into that stretching and strengthening. Yes. Should I be doing yoga before lifting or after lifting? Both, in fact. So before you start to um, work into the body, it's nice just to warm it up. So some people warm it up with a little bit of cardio, you know, warming up the muscles like that. But to target specific muscles, to just get a small stretch in beforehand for the muscles to wake up before you start putting a lot of pressure on them. Sometimes when those muscles are cold and stiff, if you put too much weight on them, that's when injury can occur. Mm. Whereas afterwards, the stretching is helping to heal because when you... Obviously, lifting, you're tearing those muscles. If you can stretch afterwards, you are helping the muscle heal before it goes into that repairing process. So you'll find if you stretch before and after gym, you'll often become a lot less stiff, which doesn't mean you've done less work. It just means you've looked after the muscles better. Nice. Should you have a certain body type to be good at yoga? No. The most beautiful thing about the yoga practice is it's for everybody and everybody. So there is no weight limit, size limit, gender, interest, culture, anything. It's not a religion. It's uh, more of a spiritual practice. But the actual physical side of it is for everyone. Mm. There would obviously be strengths for you and challenges for you depending on your body size. But you could go to a class with every type of person and everyone would find what they're looking for out of the practice. It's not like a dance class where if your foot's out of line or, you know, you're not looking like the rest of the crew that there's something wrong. There is no right or wrong. There's only what's good for your body. Mm. I've noticed that once doing yoga in, let's say, a plank position, I start trembling. Is that normal? (laughs) (laughs) That is so normal. And unfortunately, it's one of those things that I don't think will go away for a long time. That uses almost every single muscle in the body. That's why it's such an incredible pose. Why the tremble? Yeah. What happened? (laughs) What's going on? I think it's more the body just saying, no, thank you. (laughs) Shaking itself out of it. Is it safe to actually do yoga from YouTube? Yes. I mean, obviously, if you are starting out, it's probably important to find a more beginner practice. So you don't just jump headfirst into, let's say, handstands or headstands and doing things like that. So it is perfect to, to follow things on YouTube. 
what's happening now is there's so much variety. So just to find a style that suits you, there are different styles of yoga. You get a yin or a restorative practice where you hold poses for three to 10 minutes. So in an hour, you may be only moving from five to 10 poses. So that really reaches into the connective tissue. So that's a more repairing and restorative type of yoga. And you mean that's like expert level? Well, in some senses, it's way harder than the flowing movement because you have to convince your mind yeah. <laughs> that you are fine and that you're going to hold here even though when it gets intense. But because you get into a pose and there's not much more needed of you, it's not necessarily a more advanced practice. You're just holding quite simple poses, but the advanced comes in the sense of the mental game in it that you have to try and stay still. Mm. And then you get more flow-based yoga, which is like a vinyasa or ashtanga or hatha type yoga, where you move more fast-paced and you move with breath and movement. Mm. So that can also be a beginner practice if you go to the right classes and, and you take it slow, but it can also be quite advanced. The only upside, well, not the only upside, there are many upsides um, from going to a class as opposed to doing it online is teachers walk around and they adjust you. Mm. So often, you know, you might think you're back straight if you're looking at an app or, or something, or you might think that you are in the right place, but because there's no one looking at you, it's mm. quite hard to tell. So I would suggest rather than doing the app, go to classes in the beginning to get a foundational practice so you know where is the right place. And then once you've got a more of a basic understanding then you can revert back to the apps because you know what they're telling you you know what you're doing what's Bikram yoga Bikram yoga um, Chaudhry Bikram is a yogi from Mysore in India and basically there was the head honcho of yoga Sri Krishna Macharya and he taught three I mean there was obviously more but the three lineages that have come to the west is Bikram yoga Patabi Joyce brought Ashtanga yoga and BKS Iyengar brought Iyengar yoga so it's just their surnames in front of the yoga and Bikram is 26 poses in heated conditions because in Mysore in India where it originated it was obviously super super hot Mm. so to move the body in heat you know the idea is that the body responds a lot easier and a lot quicker and you burn a lot more calories and a lot more you know your muscles are able to absorb so it's really intense can you imagine (laughs) but it is beautiful it's a nice repetitive practice so you can see every time you get on your mat an advancement in something because you are always doing the same poses. Sure. So this is also for people that have been doing yoga often and it's just like taking it to a next level or just adding the heat. Exactly. Okay. Some people can't stand the heat. It's yeah. too much. But some people love it. You know, you leave there on an absolute high, your endorphins, your heart's racing, yeah. you've sweated so much. It's a full-on workout with the mental stuff as well. I can imagine. For a beginner, yoga... Oh, yo! What would I call myself? Yogi. A yogi for a beginner <laughs> yogi. I exercise often, and yes. how often should I then be doing yoga? If I exercise, let's say five times a week. I mean, optimally, you should be doing a little bit every day just to cool. keep the, the the muscles moving and that stretching you can see almost immediately. You know, if you try to touch your toes for, let's say, three minutes today, tomorrow you'll already feel a difference from today. It's really quick, the progress, mm. if it's consistent. I would suggest, I mean, if you can even just fit in a five-minute stretch before or after your workouts, 
promise you by the end of the first week, you'll see a difference in your workouts next week. Your muscles will respond better and quicker. Oh, I love it. But if you can only make it once a week for an hour, once a week for 45 minutes, it's not to say if you only do it once a week, there's no point in doing it. Mm. You know, always try and see what you can manage. Yeah. But yeah, like with anything, consistency and the more you do, the better the outcome or the quicker the outcome. Oh, nice. So at the end of the class, we say namaste, namaste. which means the divine light in me honors the divine light in you because your soul sits in the same place as where my soul sits, which means we are the same, which means we are one. Yeah, that is <laughs> so deep on so many levels. Lucy, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It's Namaste. been a pleasure. Namaste, Ayanda. <laughs> the MVP Zone. To find out more from Lucy, visit www.vamosverdesa.com. Vamos spelled V-A-M-O-S, Verda spelled V-E-R-D-E-S-A.com. The MVP Zone. And that's another episode in the bag of the MVP Zone Season 2, More Lifing. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this podcast at Ayanda MVP on all social media platforms. Hashtag MVP Zone is 2. To stay in the MVP Zone, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review it on your favorite podcast app. The MVP Zone. LifePodcasts.fm Subscribing to a live podcast is free.